So welcome back again. And today we've got Jamie Cook, who is co-founder of I Am Property. Uh, someone that we, well, a company that we know quite well, don't we, Ian? We do indeed. Yeah, recommend them to Guild members. So it's the the UK's largest and fastest growing auction provider I've read online this morning. Um, So Jamie, thank you, first of all, for joining us. Thank you, Holly. Thanks for the invite. And um, thank you, Ian. Nice to be here to, uh, to talk with you both. So we'd love to get to know you a little bit more. So as I said, you're co-founder of Iron Property, but how did that all come to fruition? Yeah, thank you. So um, yeah, uh, myself and my business partner, Ben, co-founded uh, the group in 2009, uh, a long time ago, feels like a long time ago. Back then, uh, we were just I Am Sold, which is, I suppose, what we're probably historically have been better known for. Um, I Am Sold is the uh, the auction division within what is now I Am Property. Um, but over the years, we've um, expanded our service range and the solutions that we offer estate agents into what is now the I Am Property Group, um, where we offer end-to-end solutions to estate agents, uh, the length of bread to the UK, a range of different services from digital onboarding, conveyancing solutions, uh, CRM um, uh, platforms, and of course, our, our auction solution. Um, so we've been beavering away since 2009, growing the uh, the service offering, um, but also growing our network. We're now dealing with around 6,000 branches across the length and breadth of the country um, through varying different solutions that we offer. It's fair to say that you, it is fair to say that you've uh, done a pretty good job. Um, and I'll ask the awkward questions. Holly can always ask the nice questions. So let's get straight straight into the fact that last week there was a big announcement about um, some investment into your organisation. Do you, so? Do you just want to tell us all about that, please? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so um, uh, yeah, the news broke last week. Something that we um, feels like have been working on for a millennium, uh, but we've been sort of uh, probably six or seven months. Um, uh, through that project. So um, a bit of the backstory is Ben and I uh, took a, an initial round of investment in the business in um, 2019 from um, LDC, um, which is a division of Lloyd's Bank. Um, so it's Lloyd's Development Capital. It's a, a private equity division of the bank, effectively, um, that invested and bought a minority stake in the business um, that really helped us on our sort of growth trajectory. Um, and that was, I suppose, the first foray that we had in terms of bringing in a, a third party to the to the group. Um, and we went on a great journey with them for four years. Um, you know, uh, I think probably trebled our, our um, the size of the business on most levels um, and most KPIs in that time frame. But yeah, last week, um, as is the way with with private equity, you invest with a partner for a period in time to deliver a plan. We delivered that plan, um, and shook hands with LDC and welcomed welcomed a new partner in the form of Perwin, um, another um really exciting um uh, private equity business. Um, they've bought in on a minority stake to support the next phase of the growth with Iron Property, um, which is hugely exciting. Um. They're a very ambitious firm. They're very focused on uh, technology businesses, which, you know, technology forms a huge part of the iron property service offering. It's not the be all and end all, but it's a big part of what we do. Um, and they really buy into what we're trying to do. 
uh, in terms of improving the transactional process for the UK um, housing market. That's not just through auction. You know, we're looking at lots of other things in terms of how we can help agents. And you know better than I do what the agent's paying at the moment, transaction mm. times, the transactional yep. process, the, the route to cash. You know, there's not very many businesses out there where you sell something or you do your deliver your service and then you don't get paid for 150 or 160 days. Um, yeah. It's it's a challenging um, it's in a challenging environment that agents operate in. And, and our objective within Iron Property is to try and help improve that process through technology and through service. So. Um, Pearl would have bought into that. Um, we're hugely excited. You know, Ben and myself and the management team are, are still um, very much steering the ship and in control. Um, whether, whether you think that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'll, I'll let you decide. But um, yeah, on to this next chapter. And we're really excited about it. That's really good. Well, congratulations. It's a very good result for you. Um, so would you say that the biggest focus now with the the new investors is transactional timescales and, and technology to improve that? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, you know, I am sold is I suppose that tends to be my baby within the business. Ben looks after um, the other product suites and, and, and a lot of our sort of forward thinking vision. Um, I, 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 I tend to concentrate on the auction business but you know what can we learn from the auction business legal preparation all of yeah. the documentation done up front um uh helps no end you know our average time frame from an auction perspective is 56 days our fall through rate is around two or three percent depending on on time of year you compare that against private treaty yeah. um fall through rates are you know 30 40 percent i'm hearing at the moment um and transaction times are around that 150 day mark some people will be pleased with 150 days so mm -hmm. you know i look at what we can learn from our experiences in our auction division um legal preparation preparing the information up front um has a huge benefit on bringing those time to transaction time frames forward which ultimately mm -hmm. helps the consumer it helps the industry it helps the agent from cash generation so you know we're trying to take learnings from that and think about how we can apply apply those learnings to a broader section of the market you know auction is is great we believe it can continue to grow you know with what we've done with the modern method of auction we think um it has lots more of a, an addressable market um of the whole pie of transactions in the uk but it can't be all things to all people so we want to see what we can do to take the learnings and apply that to a broader um a broader base of consumers uh that helps agents um, get more vendors legally prepared and have faster, smoother transactions. Um, yeah. Ultimately, and that that that's kind of the goal. It's this the vision from day one was to improve the transactional process. It hasn't really changed. It's just kind of grown arms and legs, for want of a better phrase. Um, but yeah, technology is going to play a big part of that. So um, you know, it's probably eighteen, nearly twenty-four months since we bought the CRM system. Um, you know, the next period of growth for us is about pulling together the Iron Property CRM along with Move Butler and along with I Am Sold into into one platform that, that, that offers more solutions to agents okay. and in turn their consumers. Well, exciting times and congratulations on the, on the vision because I, I think you're right, Jamie, the biggest challenge to agents in today's world is, is transactional time scale and fall-throughs. So if we solve that, and as, and as you and Ben know, I've been chatting to you about it for a while, so I'm very keen to continue that conversation moving forward. 
Absolutely. Um, Preaching to the converted on this call, I think, Mr. McKenzie. You certainly are. We certainly are. So let's get into the modern method of, of auctions, because I've always been fascinated by this. Um, and uh, firstly, do you know roughly how many transactions in the UK as a percentage are through this method? I mean, it might be a, a, a trick question for you, so apologies. Unintentional. Um, I mean... I can talk to ourselves um, and I know what, what, what we expect to be by the end of this calendar year. Uh, you know, if we continue on the trajectory that we are on, I think I am sold will be responsible for 1% of all transactions in the UK wow. full stop. Um, and, and that will be all modern method. There are other suppliers out there who operate it um, yeah. and use it. You know, it's become far more mainstream yeah. um, than when we originally launched with it. Um, but I would say, yeah, you you know, sub two percent definitely. But I think we would we 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 hope that we will account for for one in every hundred ourselves by the end of this by the end of this calendar year. So how does it? How does the modern method? So for people that are listening to this, thinking, okay, I'm 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 intrigued. What is it, and how does it differ from traditional? So we'll we'll talk about traditional first because it's I think it's it's the one that's more well known, um, yeah. the more the more well well trodden path. Um, for those that don't know, a traditional auction, uh, historically was a chap with a gavel banging it, uh, um, um, uh, at the end of the auction. But fundamentally, the process um would have meant that upon the fall of the hammer, um, or now more commonly upon the close of an online auction, um, contracts were deemed to exchange, um, and the uh. uh the seller and the buyer will be granted a fixed time frame for a fixed time frame. <laughs> easy for me to say, um, yeah. for completion. Um, and now typically that will vary from auction house to the auction house. It could be as little as seven days, um, but more commonly you'd see somewhere in the region of fourteen to twenty-eight days for completion. So it's amazing as a method of sale. Hammer falls or auction closes, exchange of contracts, um, and completion within let's say a month. You know yeah. that's that's great. But but what what we found is it didn't lend itself very well to the residential marketplace uh, or the residential um, consumer, buyer or seller. It's very rigid. Um, you know, if you're requiring someone to exchange contracts immediately and complete within a month, typically you're talking about a cash buyer or someone yeah. who's got a very good um, facility with their bank. So like I say, it didn't lend itself very well. Now, just to say we do do the traditional auction. We offer it as part of the I Am Sold service offering. Um, but the bulk of what we do is typically residential um, consumers um, through our network. Um, so ultimately, we wanted to find a solution that took a hybrid between traditional auction, which at one end is very strict, rigid, very useful, but probably has a um, a small addressable market in, in the residential sector. And at the other end, you've got private treaty where, you know, as we all know, for all the reasons, it can fall out of bed very easily. It can take a long time and it, it, it doesn't give a level of security to the uh, to anyone involved in the transaction. So ultimately for us, we set about finding a solution that would, would, would um, uh, create a hybrid of both. So that was the modern method of auction. So ultimately... Rather than immediate, immediately exchanging contracts, we'll grant the buyer 56, 56 days to exchange and complete. So it's eight weeks. It's more than an ample time frame for all the necessary diligence to be completed. But the key thing for us is it allows a buyer to access traditional residential finance. So a traditional high street mortgage can be used on a transaction for the modern method of auction, which is a huge myth that we've been trying to, to break because typically when people hear the word auction, 
they just think cash buyer, uh, not for me, won't be able to uh, play in that game. Um, but, you know, um, for a long term, our average um, was about 40, 45% of our buyers would be buying with a mortgage in any given month. Now, that has dipped slightly, but understandably, I think everyone's seen mortgage buyers dip over the um, yeah. what has what has been one hell of a year from the mortgage market and the interest rate rises that we've seen. So that so the so the modern method for us just to, to close it out for that was the hybrid between traditional auction and private treaty. We wanted to give a solution to our agents and then in turn consumers where they wanted speed and security, but it wasn't as restrictive as traditional auction. And that's really where modern method came from. Um, and it's probably been the cornerstone of the growth for us um, in the last fourteen years, because it's you know it's the bulk of what we do, um, mm. and it you know we think there's a lot more it can do in terms of supporting our agents um, and supporting more consumers as as we as we continue on the journey. So um, you uh, get get a lead, and it's it's just worth saying it's the seller that's important, not the house itself, because you believe that when you hear the word auction, that it's a derelict home, rundown, defective title, or something's the matter with the house. But actually, the reality of your world is that it's any house, isn't it? It's, it's the seller that's looking for speed and security rather than the house is in disrepair. Is that right? All, all to do with the person, not the property. And that's, yeah. you know, the mantra that we try and um, get people to engage with. Um, and it's the kind of penny drop moment when we engage with a partner. We launch with them. Don't pull up to an address and think, this isn't an auction property. I'm not going to discuss it. It, you know, you need to understand the vendor's wants and needs from the transaction yeah. and then apply the, the right advice for them. They might be yeah. looking to downsize. They might be committed to another property. They might be committed to new employment in another part of the world where actually knowing that speed and security is something that you can offer them, um, you know, might just win you that instruction, might win you the business that you might have lost by sort of making a decision on their behalf. So, yeah, all about their circumstances and their needs as opposed to um, the bricks and mortar. I mean, look, we'll sell, um, you know, we'll get into it in a moment uh, when we start talking about our latest index and the sort of the results that we're seeing, but we sell every type of property in every condition, the length and breadth of the country and every postcode. Um, you know, we do do rundown stuff. We do do high-end, completely finished um, um, properties of all shapes and sizes. So that's, yeah, that's, again, you know, it's another myth that we've been trying to, um, sort of distill over the years and we've got we've got a way to go yet i think but you hit the nail on the head it's yeah. um it's circumstance and not property so, so you guys get instructed your team then speak to the seller to offer advice on pricing strategies i understand yeah um how does it work fee wise who who pays for what product so um just to expand on that point, so the way our, our service works, we're an outsourced auction provider with an IM sold, so we'll become an extension of our partner agent. We operate on a white label basis, so we'll engage with their clients as an extension of their firm using their brand. So agents like that, because it's an extension of their service, yeah. um, it builds their brand and their locality. They're the local experts. We need to have a partnership with them. IM sold is a very much a B2B brand. Um, so, you know, in the instance that in Mackenzie Estates, spotted an opportunity and referred it to me as as your auction specialist i'd call the consumer have the conversation discuss what you thought discuss my thoughts um we'd agree on a pricing strategy and we'd agree on the fee model that they wanted to employ typically most consumer most vendors will choose to do um uh charge the fee to their buyer 
Um, so what that means is they'll pay nothing for the transaction. So uh, whatever the property sells for, they'll keep that final amount. And then we'll collect a fee from the buyer upon the close of the auction in the form of a reservation fee. They pay that up front on a non-refundable basis um, to secure the transaction. Um, and that would then be split between ourselves and the agent um, on a 50-50 basis. And we've got a range of fees. You know, our fees um, range from 2.5% up to 3.5%. It's the agent's choice as to what we employ, um, but we'll always split that fee 50-50 um, come the conclusion. And the great thing from an agent's perspective is if uh, you refer to us, we list it and we sell it, I can pay your agency within seven days uh, because our fall-through rate is so low. Um, you're actually getting that revenue the week after the auction closes as opposed to 150 days after the fact, hopefully, yeah. on a private treaty basis. So it's brilliant from a cash flow perspective for agents, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the, it's one of the key USPs and key benefits, I suppose, that agents will look to have a, a, a certain mix of their, um, of their pipeline, as it were, going through auction mm. because it has you know, sweeping benefits on, on their own businesses. Yeah. So I heard last year, um, and I'm, I'm always fascinated by this, there were lots of agents last year that were saying it's the wrong market. The market's too hot. Um, people won't pay the fees. And now I'm hearing this year the market's cooled down too much. People won't pay the fees. So which, which one's true? Um, neither. I knew you were going to say neither. <laughs> I'd have said neither, but then, you know, I'm from the South. Yeah, uh, neither, neither. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> um, I, I mean, look, I think, you know, it comes from, um, does it come from a lack of knowledge or a lack of understanding? I, I'm not sure. Um, auction has a place in any market condition. And again, if we were to come back to that point about vendor circumstances, um, you know, in the, in the market that we're in at the moment, we are... Uh, I mean, I think we've recorded our record quarter for the third quarter in a row. Wow. Um, and that's, you know, we've had a good start to the year. Then as the years developed and interest rates have, have risen at the rate that they have, it's become more of a challenging year. Mm. Um, and I think what we see is a, a differing mix in the type of instruction that we're taking. Um, but the layer beneath that is a different mix of consumer that we're helping for different reasons. Um, a lot of what we're doing at the moment is helping consumers have had a, a private treaty seal fall through. So, you know, it's the worst call in a state agency that anyone can make when you ring your vendor 12 weeks after the fact to say, I'm really sorry, but the deal's going to have to be collapsed. Yeah. Um, but what's a really interesting thing to do is to say, but we have another solution. And actually, I think this might be right for you because it offers significant security, you know, our fall-through rate in this model is less than 2%. Um, and I think it's worth exploring that option to give you some some confidence as we move forward in this next transaction. So we see a lot of that in sort of what I would probably say is quite iffy market conditions at the moment. It's, it's hard to read. Um, you know, stock profiles are growing across the industry, whereas, you know, a year ago, um, businesses were scrabbling around to, 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 to carry any form of stock because of the, the heat of the market. You know, conversely, in that hot market, we had a great year also. You know, we had, you know, record months, record growth. But what we were doing in that scenario was helping agents with um, selling properties that were in significantly high demand. You know, if you've got a property that's going to get shed loads of interest, 
you know, a lot of agents, you know, sometimes might slap stuff on the back and say, hey, great, we sold it within a day, didn't even need to put a board up, all that kind of thing. Ultimately, giving it a slightly marketing, longer marketing time frame, and then asking consumers to fight for that property and, and pay top dollar is probably the better advice. So I think, you know, it, how do I surmise this? You know, in my opinion, auction has a place in every market conditions. I think you're just yeah. helping different consumers for different reasons. I agree. Uh, I spoke to a guild, a guild member that knows, uh, uses you and loves you guys. And last year they were using you because they were fed up having a conversation with 19 buyers that have bid that were disappointed. Um, which is, you know, under the traditional model, you were putting it on the market last year, you're getting multi-bids and then you'd have to let a load of people down and then still yeah. wait 140 days for your money. Well, uh, and they were using your product because it was a it was a natural cleansing process where it was completely transparent and they didn't have to have those awkward conversations. Exactly that, you know, um, a best and final or a sealed bid, someone always feels put out. Yeah. It's, it's not clean or clear, you know, it's murky. It doesn't help the perception of the agent um because you know ultimately people there's going to be a lot of upset individuals whereas yeah. you know a transparent bidding platform allows everyone clearly to see what bids have been placed um they give a clear opportunity to bid again um and, and, and max out when, when 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 they're comfortable yeah um you know it's interesting as well you, you know i think it was in the last um our last quarter um, release, we sold a fine and country property actually. Um, so obviously, you know, uh, part of the broader nurture group, but also some of the franchises are partners with ourselves. Yeah, it was. I think it was Garnish or Garish Hall off the top of my head. Um, but it'd been in the same family since the 1960s. Hugely rare, 40 acres, beautiful, Grade Two listed. Um, and you know that's the kind of thing that's perfect for auction because it just doesn't come to market. It's yeah. as rare as a hen's tooth. That's the perfect kind of scenario where auction comes into its own. And it's exactly like other use classifications. You think about fine art or antiquities, or you know if something hasn't transacted. It doesn't go and you know get sold in a showroom. They put it to mm. auction because that's where you can really let the, the the process work hard for the seller to maximize the value. Yeah. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of that in the last quarter. Um, with you know, again, unique properties, I think, are are are, are perfect in that scenario. Mm. It's really interesting, really super interesting. And I, I would definitely be using it from a businessman perspective, thinking about about um, best service to my customers, because, like you say, there are certain people that it does fall through last minute, and they desperately need something to happen quickly. So I'd be really thinking about my customer base with it. If I was going to be selfish, I'd think about my cash flow and the implications to that. And for, as an offering, um, a holistic offering as a as a business, I want to have all the bases covered because, you know, it means that I can deal with every inquiry in the appropriate manner. Um, what what's the split uh, that you're seeing in terms of north north south divide? Because again, lots of agents I talk to say, "Oh, it's a northern product." Um. Yeah, uh, and I think. That that was true for a period in time. So yeah. I'm I'm speaking today from a very cold and wet Newcastle. Don't let the accent um, throw you. I am Irish by heritage, but I've lived in Newcastle longer than I lived in Northern Ireland, um, mm. and that is where we we started. Um, not the best place to try and start a national firm from because it's quite a way north. Um, but we kind of done the opposite that other businesses have done in the past, where we've worked our way south over time. 
Um, and actually, uh, the highest selling region for us in the last quarter was our southern region. Um, you know, and it, it considerably up from the same period last year. I think it was a you know just over a thousand units in the quarter in the south, um, which was up forty two percent same period last year. Right. Um, you know, and that is the, the 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 highest selling area for us. And I think that's the way it's going to continue. Ultimately, there are more people in the south. There are more transactions taking place in the south. We've been later to the party to, to I suppose, expand our network in there. Um, but, you know, we're very strong in the north and in the Midlands. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, again, the, the, the myth was a real myth um uh, and i think it's it, it's exactly that now it's not the case you know we're, we're, we're proving that there's more in the south um uh, than in any other region for us in this last quarter yeah super interesting so actually it just comes down to the agent's ability to articulate the product because as we've said before it's not the house it's the it's the seller who's the important person in this well, that's it. And I think if I look to some of our more successful, long-standing relationships, I bear in mind we deal with uh, a, the entire spectrum. So individual franchisees, we support them. Um, you know, we deal with substantial corporates um, and, and everything in between. But it's those agents that incorporate the suite of offering at, at um, market appraisal, you know, when a call's being booked in the front room with the consumer and at various touch points along the journey. When you have not just one solution, but multiple solutions. Their their business is improving substantially. You now, if you think about lettings, when someone goes out to talk about lettings, letting a property or winning a landlord as a new as a new landlord for their business, they'll they'll talk about a suite of ways that they can support that landlord and win the business. Yeah. Tenant find only, fully managed, rent guarantees, etc., etc., etc. Whereas in many instances, there's a lot of um, uh, of our colleagues in the, in the industry will we'll go out to, to talk about selling a property and talk about private treaty and private treaty only. And I think if you talk about modern method, traditional auction, private treaty, the suite that you can offer that consumer, we are seeing our network um, who do that in every instance, improve their market, um, um, their market share, their um, MA to instruction conversion, because it's just you're giving yourself more ways to win the business and whether you win it through one of the other routes there and then or or, or, or whether you win it through private treaty but the fact that you've talked about a suite that could be employed at a later date um i think it's that's the interesting piece for us it's it's allowing our network and and um and, and the agent to to just offer more to the consumer and ultimately we're, we're seeing that that's helping them win I agree. So actually starting at the, what is it I'm trying to achieve here? Yeah. And then having a look in your toolbox and seeing what tools you've got to deliver it and then choosing the best, me best method. Exactly that. Um, and, you know, even it, 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 like I said, saying, okay, that's great. Let's try private treaty first. And then we know we've got two options to fall back on. And I'll yeah. tell you what we'll do. We'll diarize it in a month. We'll do the full review and then we'll look at what we can do in terms of deploying other strategies to get you on your journey. It's a really interesting point, Jamie, actually. So um, if I were an agent today, listening to the advice you've just given, is you probably you probably don't need to go through a series of price reductions where you're shadowing the market and following it downwards. You need to say, right, let's satisfy, let's scratch a rich and put it onto the market at the full price and then have a chat with the IM property boys and see what we need to do about the auction. Yeah, let's do well, you wouldn't, you know, that's the 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 sort of the, the top level, but it would be a case of the, the connecting the dots of let's try this strategy. 
let's have a call with our auction department in, yeah. you know, week three, understand what that looks like, and we'll deploy yeah. plan B um, on this predetermined date if we haven't ticked the following boxes. And it's it's a more detailed yeah, um, good idea. sort of planning strategy that you can have. And I think it's conversations like that. Yeah in the front room on the first instance to help clients win more, help help agents win more business full stop, which is really what it's all about for us. You know, um, we don't win unless our network wins. We don't do any other type of transaction. We don't, um, you know, we, we, we are a service provider, a, a, a slave to the industry for want of a better phrase. We're here to help um, in any way that we can. And, you know, like I say, when we've seen agents employ this strategy, we've seen, um, you know, sweeping improvements across key KPIs for their business. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so, uh, looking into Q4, coming to the end of the year, what's your predictions? I mean, I think I've I've called a few things out um, in the uh, coming into Q4. I think you know, unfortunately, the feedback that we're seeing and and the rise of leads that we're getting from sales falling through feels like that's just going to continue for a little while. I think. Um, you know, there's expectations on um, buyers who have agreed a deal a period in time ago expect wanting to renege that price and vendors not yeah. wanting to reconsider that. There's mortgage products being pulled and changed and tweaked, um, you know, and, you know, you know, as well as I do, the longer something's in your pipeline, the risk of it falling through increases day by day. So I think um, that's probably set to continue. Um, you know, we've had a big spike in the last uh, period in time. Um, where consumers have come to us because they want uh, a conclusion in a transaction before 2024. Yeah. They're wanting something wrapped up this year. Um, mm. And, you know, there's there's very few private treaty transactions that, you know, w- would do that. So I think that's probably set to continue. Um, you know, we're, we're here to help um, in any way that we can um, as those scenarios unfold, unfortunately, for the network. So, so it is a really good point because I speak to agents all the time and they are saying, I spoke to one a couple of weeks ago from from uh, your homeland, actually, from Northern Ireland, said, strangest couple of days, I had three and a half million quids worth of property exchanged on the Friday and I had nearly two million pounds worth fall through on the Monday, which is just bizarre, isn't it, when you think about the, the difference with um, intent behind the buyers and sellers. But what you've just said is that if there is a fall through, don't despair. Don't think, oh, my God, I'm not going to get the revenue for that for another 150 days. Get in touch with you guys and, and put the vendor in a position to make an informed decision. And I think it's that. I think, you know, that that was the business owner lens, first and foremost, which is totally true. But if you think about it from a consumer perspective, the heartache that they're going through, yeah. thinking they're days, weeks, months away from starting their next chapter in their life. Yeah. Um, I think we all have an obligation to say, look, there is another option that yeah. gives you more security than what you've just experienced. Would you like to consider it? Because I'll get my colleague in our auction department just to walk you through, no obligation, fully understand what we have in our tool bag to offer you. Yeah. Then then let's then let's re- recap and, and plan yeah. forward. You know, that's allowing, it's as simple as that. Yeah, allowing people to make an informed decision. What does it cost to be to have your tools or services available to them? So it's completely free to join our network. Uh, there's no setup cost, no um, training fee, no license cost in any in any way, shape, or form. Um, we work on a success basis. So that, to, to my point earlier, 
you know, it has to be a win-win for everyone involved. We want our network to win. We want the seller to win. We want the buyer to win. Um, and ultimately, you know, we will create revenue together by successfully selling the properties that we're, uh, we work on together. So, um, you know, it's the polar opposite. We collect the money and we send checks to our network. Um, mm. And, you know, the money that we're paying out is on the rise, um, you know, connected to how we're, um, how we're expanding and, and um, you know, how our, our unit sales are increasing. Um, Q3 just gone, we paid out just under 9 million in fees to the network. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I think that's probably 30% up for the same period the previous year. And actually, a lot of what we've seen in the growth, when we look at year on year, it's not necessarily network growth, i.e., our footprint of branches that we, we, we service. It's a little bit of that, but it's probably more of um, the agents in our network doing more, understanding that after a period in time in their own business, there is a larger addressable market. There's more that they can do. Um, we're seeing agents um, who worked with us for a period in time and probably only focused on the bottom end of their market from a pricing point perspective, now employing auction uh, at every spectrum of the price range that they service in their locality. Um, so it's um, a really interesting time for us at the moment. Um, I know that it's not a, it's not the easiest of market conditions um, and a tough time to be an estate agent, but I think we've all been saying that now for, for a few years. But, yeah. you know, f for us, we want to work um, with, you know, forward-thinking agents that, that, um, that, that want to uh, improve the process for the consumers in their locality. And, you know, we're, we're, we'd love to talk to anyone who, who's, who's interested in exploring auction. It's a no obligation conversation with me or any one of my colleagues at any time just to understand yeah. exactly how it might work. That's really good. Well, we'll, we'll give you your contact details in a moment. Holly, what, um, what have you heard? Well, I did hear earlier, and I think you're the first person I've heard describe the market as iffy, quite like that. Um, Describing words <laughs> rather than challenging or turbulent. I think yeah. we should all start using iffy in releases. Um, but I, I do think that the main point that you're trying to get across is that it's all about education and that as long as we're, like you always say, Ian, giving the consumer a choice, it, it's not to say to push anything onto anyone, it's just to help them to make informed decisions and to know that they have that backup plan or a plan A if in fact that suits them. So I think that it's really important for people to just understand what the differences are between all of these methods and the benefits of all of them. So thank you very much, Jamie, for joining us today. I've certainly learned a lot and I'm sure that loads of our listeners will have learned something from that. Um, so as Ian said, we'll pop the contact details in with this episode um, as it goes out. And we look forward to, oh, one final thing, actually, I was going to say. Congratulations on your Esther's win the other week. Oh, thank you very, 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 very much. Yeah, um, we were uh, thrilled. Big credit to the guys at the Esther's. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to make the event, um, but the guys had a ball. And yeah, really pleased to come home with two awards, which is lovely. And a credit to the team and thanks to all those who voted for us as well. So, yeah. Thank you. Amazing. Well, let's finish on that. Congratulations on the um, the investment and the Esters. What a great few weeks for you guys. Um, and we will speak to you very soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having so me. Much, Jamie.